Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Hockey fights, lifestyle, and tales from a first-round draft bust? We have it all and more on the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for boutique hockey content and podcasts covering every team in the NHL. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone, here on this Black Friday. Can we still call it Black Friday? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we can. So welcome, everyone. So um, hope everyone's Thanksgiving, post-Thanksgiving is going well. You are all out there Black Friday shopping, not getting arrested, not getting any misdemeanors or felonies, whether it's shopping, drinking, or all of the above. Do not do anything that will get you arrested, citation, or anything else. Trust me, your PlayStation 5, your Switch, your Furbies are not worth whatever you are going to do. The Facebook video, the tweets, and the Instagrams are not worth it. This has been a public service announcement. Ha! So let's get on with the hockey, everyone, as it is. We are getting through this holiday weekend And cards out on the table, everyone. I was seriously considering not doing this episode for everyone. In fact, I'm actually recording this on a Christmas day because, well, I came to find out that I am just busier over this holiday weekend than I care to admit. Because we had a hockey game last night, which we will get to in just one moment. Uh, We had Thanksgiving Day to deal with, and now Black Friday... I am actually going to be doing a watch-along on the Hockey Podcast Network. Is it Hershey Bears related? No. It is actually the Capitals versus somebody (laughs) at 5 o'clock on this day when this podcast releases. So I thought Wednesday night I'll just record after the game is done. Unfortunately, that didn't happen because, well, the game went late than we anticipated, which, again... We'll get to in a bit, but also (laughs) it's Thanksgiving. We, I was out late and I slept in and I regret nothing. So with some last minute preparations done, I was ready to concede and went, look, you already did your one podcast episode a week, which is all that's required of you. And it'll be okay. It's a holiday weekend. People will understand, but you know what? I'm going to try. I'm going to try and get this in for everyone. Plus, it gets me some more money with DraftKings. Anyway, let's get right into it. The Bears are having a tradition back with them 
that we have not seen for the past couple years, partially due to the pandemic, also due to stupid scheduling. But Thanksgiving Eve hockey is back. Oh, happy day. Hold on one second. Hold on. Getting a little sip of Perrier here. Ah, Let's keep this going. The Bears were back at it with Thanksgiving Eve hockey, and it was fantastic. The Bears, for the better part of 40 years, have always played on Thanksgiving Eve. Why do you ask? Well, because Hershey and hockey in general, you know, it prides itself on being a blue-collar sport, despite all of its corporate overlords. We pride ourselves on being a blue-collar sport. Thanksgiving Eve is a great party night. Everybody gets out of work early, mostly, unless you're working second, to which you may or may not. But typically, Thanksgiving Eve day is a getaway day. Some places close early. Some places just let's let's call a spade a spade. You mail it in. And that night, it's time to meet up with some friends and have some beers before we all deal with our families the next day. Ah. So the Bears didn't have one last year because, haha, COVID. Uh, 2019, they actually didn't have one. They just didn't schedule it. It just never came together, which was awkward. 2018... They had one against the Providence Bruins, and that was a wild 7-6 game. And um, that was actually the first one I'd ever been to because I worked second and just never really took the time off. But thanks to me going on first and discovering the joys of getting done Wednesday night and just giving myself Black Friday off, you know, why not turn it into a big uh, five-day weekend? Wait, one, two, three, yeah, five-day weekend, which is what I did. Which is what a lot of us do anyway. It's a chance for us to drink and get away for the weekend. And this was our most energetic and biggest crowd to date at a solid 8,500 at Giant Center. And there was. There was a smattering of families and peoples. And there was one other tradition that night that we have. It is called the turkey shoot. But we'll get to that in a little bit. So the bear... Welcome the Providence Bruins, their Bear Brothers from the Northeast. Yes, I just made that up on the spot. And we had some news that Garrett Pilon came back down. Yes. All right. The Capitals are getting healthy from their West Coast swing. And now we'll be welcoming guys back. AJ gets sent back down. Him and his beautiful hair. All right. We're getting some speed back. We're getting some healthy legs. We might even be finding our identity now. But right before game day... We found out TJ Oshie is on IR. Lovely, lovely stuff. You know, it's almost like he has trouble staying healthy from time to time in his career. It's almost like that contract is becoming more and more of an albatross in his later years. Wasn't there somebody on the uh, hockey podcast world who might have suggested leaving TJ Oshie exposed in the, in the expansion draft that maybe... Oshie could have been a guy that Seattle could have built around. An, an elder statesman that is the face of a franchise that you could put on media guides and banners. Wasn't there somebody who said that and was verbally destroyed by Capitals fans? Would you look at that if you're seeing the video broadcast? I'm raising my hand. It was me. I'm the one that said that. And I'm the bad guy. Ah. So, Oshie injured, back on IR. Lovely. So, uh, Beck and 
Mike Scarbosa gets called up. And this, this is dancing around the waiver wire, per se, because we noticed with AJ, AJ could have stayed. He is speed. He is youth. He is grace. He will shoot the puck in your face. And he played eight games with the Capitals, or was it Pilon? Anyway, either one of them played eight games. And according to the whole waiver wire rules, if you play 10 games at the NHL level, you have to be put on waivers. And what happened with Buffalo back in October, the Capitals don't want to go through that again. So it was, oh, look, your game punch counter is at eight. I'm sorry, we got to send you back down. Call up the next one and just, just wait to get bodies back. So back at it. Back to the action. I digress. Sorry. Bears and Bruins were going at it. And this was sort of a different feel than what we saw with Providence a few weeks ago. Because after Sunday's game, we as Bears fans wanted to see if Sunday was a fluke. We wanted to see if what the Bears did on Hockey Fights Cancer Night was legit. Can they come back from being down? Can they put it together and find the identity of this team? Well, let's find out. And what I'm not used to Providence, what we noticed early in the game, Providence has speed. They don't have speed in big, beefy boys like they used to, like Alex Alex Breen, Rob O'Gara, and uh, Rob O'Gara, I'm forgetting one. I know I'm forgetting one. Uh, Griffith. Yes, Seth Griffith. And big, beefy defensemen. They are a fast team now. I mean, maybe this is a side effect of Boston's uh, selling away all their draft picks. And yes, Bruins fans, John Studnicka is still down there. So what we noticed with the Bruins is that they were doing a lot of down low to feed out front. They do dump-ins that the goalie couldn't get to, thanks to the trapezoid. And they would get a guy down low, throw a puck out front, hoping that one of two things were going to happen. It was either A, the forward speeding in is going to get the puck and put it on net. Or, number two, the defensemen that are playing back get tied up with the forward coming in, and the third guy on the forecheck cleans up while everyone else is distracted and looking at the puck. Or, number three, for all of you keeping track at home, Maybe a greedy defenseman steps in and cleans up a rebound somewhere. This is fast and deep forechecking type team. So Providence got some really good looks. So did the Bears. And we don't know where this is going to go because we know the Bears are trying to find a fast transitional game as well. They're getting their legs. It's starting to come together. Well, later on in the first, they get a puck down in low And they throw it out front, and the first guy is there to try and put it home. But again, like I said, the defenseman tries to tie him up, just can't get there, fakes the shot because Fukali's standing there anticipating the shot, passes it over, and in sort of a a, a pinball loose rebound way, it goes into the net, and Providence is up 1-0. Lovely. It was a nice play. I can't be too upset at that because it did what it was supposed to do. You get the puck in deep. You play the body to get the puck. You throw it out front. You tie up the defenseman, and in comes the third man in to get 
the goal. So, sorry, sorry, computer things. So it did what it was supposed to do. All right, let's regroup at the end of the first. I'm not upset about this. And the Bears have been playing well. And even when Providence is getting their rushes, we're getting sticks and lanes and bodies in front of the puck. And, well, some um, the Bears get into penalty trouble again, and the refs are not helping. There is a hook in the third. Okay, whatever. They, like It wasn't even really a hook. But, all right, fine, whatevs. And then Dylan Mickelrath, after getting a stick tied up, flicks the puck out of play. Oops. Five on three time for about a minute and a half. Now, the Bruins, while they are young and fast, the skill is still there. And, you know, hey, we beat out Charlotte. We can beat out these guys. I mean, so what if this is their fifth power play of the game and our penalty kill might be getting a little tired? He's okay, guys. We got this. We did this against Charlotte. The thing is, what we did against Charlotte, we were able to disrupt passing lanes, some really nice saves from Copley, and break up some shots. Providence was not. They kept the puck. They're bringing it in. They're passing. They're looking. They're being deliberate. They're looking for that crossing route, i.e. what you're supposed to do. The Bears have two guys up top and a guy down low. It's a triangle formation. And just from up top over to the guy, over to the uh, top right guy, down low, back across, back in front. There's Stefan Frogerty and scores. Liquid hockey. Liquid hockey from the Providence Bruins. <laughs> it's nice. Nice shot, you bastards. And it's Stefan Fogarty scoring his third goal and fourth point against the Bears in two games. Can we get a body on this guy? So it's 2-0 Providence. And I'm kind of like, okay, here we go. Here we go. We're going to get upset. We're going to get pissy. And after a play, uh, there's some pushing. There's some shoving out near the goal. And Dylan Mickelrath goes, all right, we're going. We're going. And one of the other Providence guys like, all right, bro, let's do this. Both drop the gloves and away we go. They both grab each other. Mickelrath with the hands, just throwing, just trying to get some shots in, just grabbing them. And just some shots here, some shots there, trying to square each other up. I know this really is an old school true hockey fights, but it's it's what you like to see. And Mickrath just grabs it, just starts throwing and wailing, hitting him. Bam! Wham! Some shots across the dome. The province guy gets his shots in as well, but Dylan Mickrath is a level 99 fighter. His defense does nothing against your shots. He woke up and chose violence today and gives him these hands. Wham! Bap! Bah! And down they both go. The refs go... All right, break it up, boys. Break it up. Break it up. Into the box with you. Five minutes each for fighting. Mickelrath yells at both benches. And we had one of our old timers up in the, up talking with us going, that's a spark you need to get the team going. And I hoped that they were right. But this was a good fight. It's what you needed. It was to tell the bench, get your butts in gear and we're going to win this game. And I liked it. It was good stuff out of Mickelrath. That's when fighting's appropriate. Time and a place for everything. So, on the ensuing power play, Providence looks to get 
get another power play. Maybe gets it up 3 nothing and really puts us out of play to get this team going. And Joe Snively just hanging around the neutral zone. Providence tries to skate it in. Kneeling. Poke check. Strips it away. And there's Snively. The Yale boy. In all alone. Looking. Shoot. Scores! Yes! Wow! Joe Snively gets the goal. And the Bears get a shorthanded goal to get them back into it. And this fires everyone up. I love Snively's celebration. The kneeling, scraping of the ice, pumping the fist, jumping into the arms of Cody Franzen. Lovely stuff all around. And it's 2-1. Still Providence, but Providence is on its heels. They can feel the giant center turning. The crowd's into it. Everybody's lively. We can do this. We can get them, lads. And they get a late power play at the end of the second with about 30 seconds of time left, but nothing comes of it. Fine, we go into the third. And the Bears have a power play to start the third. The boys, they're trying to pressure in it. The power play's got nothing. It's like their fifth attempt. And they, after a first successful power play where they were able to work the puck around, Providence just would get to loose pucks, get sticks in lanes, passes one connect, and just completely... Um, disrupting everything with the Bears. But they get they get it in. They get the puck down low. Tries to throw one in. Snively looking for a second. Grossnick comes over and saves it, but takes him out of the play. Loses his own stick. Scramble out in front. In comes Pilon. Cleans it up. Scores! Tie game! Pilon on the doorstep. Grossnick down and out. And we are tied at two. Awesome. Great. Love it. Love that kind of stuff as the Bears finally get a power play goal, working hard, hard work, creates luck, and now they tied it. It's kind of like what Hartford was doing to us last Saturday. Funny how things work. So, no less than 90 seconds later, the, the boys, they go, they were able to get the puck out on a rush. It develops in a two-on-one. On it's AJ with Gersich. AJ looking, looking, throws over to Gersich. Shot scores! Beats Grosnick, who is laying in the crease. The goalie is dead. Oh my goodness, two goals in 90 seconds. And the Bears are in the lead. Yes, this is what Hartford did to us. So this is how it feels. So the Bears almost beat Providence at their own game. Quick striking, quick goals. Creating odd man rushes. Get in the lead with about 17 minutes and change. All right, let's just keep this lead. Providence loves close games. And then whistle happy happened. Now, I'm not one. You know, you heard me two weeks ago. You can't blame the refs for when you lose. But the Bears were getting called for everything. Eddie had four penalties on the night from high sticking to hooking and an interference call. Shane Gersich had one way early on the night where he literally jumped a guy from behind. No, seriously, that happened. It was one of those, why, you little, come here, come here, come here. No, no, Shane, take it down a notch, okay? He scored a goal in the game to sort of make up for it. But, but, we're getting called for everything. A embellishment tripping call late in the third. Um... Thank God there wasn't a too many men calling, but there was a hook, a, a trip, a so-called interference, and we get called for a goaltender interference 
on a on a rush when freaking AJ was pushed into the goalie. That I mean, AJ's coming in to get a feet a feet across, and he gets shoved into Grossnick, who comes up a little bit out of his crease to challenge on a poke check. I mean, sorry, that's sort of incidental contact. It's not like AJ's looking to gun him down. No, he's skating in on a crease. You come out to challenge. What do you think's going to happen? You think AJ's going to know, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Let me get out of the way and fly away from you. No. And he was pushed. He was pushed from behind. But nope. No, that's that's goaltender interference. Go to the box for two minutes. <laughs> Great. So later on in the third, a freaking embellishment. <laughs> Tripping call. You could have nailed the guy for embellishment. It was state stick literally hits his, hits his feet and he goes, Nyah! Oh, my leg. It's broken. To quote the late, great Rodney Dangerfield. And brother, the refs call it. Are you kidding me? Was it a trip? Maybe. Did he embellishment? Yes. Two minutes each. Both of you go to the box. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. But nope. Hartford. Hartford. Providence gets their ninth power play of the game. Long shot tipped by Acorn and it's in. It is two. 2-2. Two, two. What am I saying? It is 3-3 three, three and the game is tied. Oh, I am not happy. I am yelling. Hey, nice job, refs. Give an assist to the ref. Give him a $20 Outback gift card while you're at it. Oh, I'm sorry. Nobody does Outback anymore. Is it Applebee's? Is it Red Red Robin? Is it a $20 Dunkin' Donuts card? Stupid refs. Oh my goodness. If this was the old school Oregon, start playing three blind mice. If we're going old school on this. And we're going to overtime. And when we get the three on three overtime going, um, you know, we, we like to see who's out there. What type of strategy are we going to go with when you play three on three? A lot of hockey people will say, we'll just put your three best players out there. Uh, No. There is strategy. There is planning. Do you put two forwards? Do you put two defensemen out there? Do you put two forwards and a stay-at-home defenseman? How are you going to run this? So when we watched to see who was being put out there for OT, we saw Garrett Pilon, Shane Gersich, 
and Bobby Nardella. Hmm. Scott Allen woke up and chose violence. He wants to end this. This is one of those, I'm putting my speed and skill out there and ending this thing now. And it almost worked off the faceoff. A Providence player stick broke. Pilon has Gersich in. It's a two-on-one. Pilon shoots. Big save rebound and he shakes it. Dang it. Providence comes back the other way. Remember, this is a team that can run and gun. And thankfully, they get some time in there. They try the slow, methodical, and painful route. Doesn't get a shot on net. Saved by Fukali. And the Bears are able to retreat a little bit. Treat. AJ comes on. Oh, boy. There are some good some good news. And uh, Morelli comes on. Okay, is Bobby Nardella? Okay, he swaps out. Kempty's out there. Okay, fine. So Providence gets one last rush in, are able to throw it in. Saved by Fukali in a nice one. Pushes the puck up. What are you doing, lad? And there's Kepney in there. It's a two-on-one. Kepney comes in. Shoot. Saved by Grosnick. Rebound. Yes! It's it! No! 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 Waved off by the ref. And we keep playing. Everybody's seeing. It's in. It's in. Look at it. Look at it. And the refs blow the whistle. And we're looking. It looked like it went in. I'm all the way up at 217. And I thought for a split second, it got it. Some at The initial response was no, crossbar and out. But we didn't hear a ping. We didn't hear anything. And we saw one replay from the Giants center. And in comes Morelli. And there goes the puck. And it... <laughs> you hear a roar from Giants center. They don't even have to show it again. The boys, they're jumping up and down. Morelli just standing there on the bench, just just, just looking, looking. He's getting some head rubs, but let's not celebrate yet. The refs are not in our favor tonight. The refs skate out. Points it in! Yes, that's it! Mason Morelli has ended the game. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, Providence. Go home. It's a long bus ride back to Providence. I should know. And the Bears win it, 4-3 to three the final. Technically, it should have been 3-2, to two and the Bears get two points, and Providence gets nothing, but oh well. Happy Thanksgiving, one and all. The Bears get two points on this night. Huzzah, all around. And this was good stuff. It proved Sunday night was not a fluke for the Chocolate and White, that they can come back from adversity, they can come back down, they can do all this great stuff, and cheesy as this sounds, now they're finding themselves and they're finding their legs. And we will see if that can keep going into the weekend as tonight when this podcast drops, it will be Hershey versus Rochester, the 463rd that meeting between these two. That does not sound right. I think it says like 46. That can't be right. Anyway, the longest rivalry and oldest rivalry in all of the American Hockey League goes back at it tonight as Hershey versus Rochester. It's a free game on AHL TV. Go and watch it at beautiful Blue Cross Arena. So we will do a quick Black Friday rendition of the Friday face-off. But first, a word from our sponsor. 
But first, Bears fans, the NHL season is underway, as if you couldn't tell. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Hockey League, has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter how it happens, whether it's a one-timer, a deflection, an own goal, however they light the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total cash prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week... One puck in the net, net you a big win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, PA only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 rager required. One per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And now it's time for the Friday Face-Off. This is the Friday Face-Off here on the Grit and Barrett Podcast, where we preview Hershey Bears hockey, go around the American Hockey League, and find any other tidbits of the hockey world that I find interesting. It's time to grab some chocolate, lace up those skates, and grab your hockey bag. Maybe we'll stop at a Tim Hortons along the way. This is the Friday Face-Off on the Grit and Barrett Podcast. All right, let's get into this Black Friday hockey. Enjoy the holidays weekend, whether you have holiday hockey tournaments, the return of those, or however you enjoy it. Let's go. We start by going to Providence, Rhode Island. At Providence, Rhode Island, we go to Bridgeport, Connecticut. Dear God, we're off to a great start. As Providence takes on the Bridgeport ugh, Islanders. The Islanders are fading fast at 5-10-1-1, but that's what happens when you play Springfield and Hartford a lot to start the season. Providence at 500, but getting those youthful legs going. 7 o'clock start there in Bridgeport, Connecticut. We go to Cleveland to Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse as the Toronto Marlies travel south west of the border, kind of, to take on the Cleveland Monsters. Both teams are even... Uh, at 8-4 and four and 8-3, and three respectively. 7 o'clock start right there beside where the Cleveland Guardians play. We go to Van Andrel Arena in Grand Rapids, Michigan, as the Grand Rapids Griffins, the affiliate of the Toronto Red Wings. Toronto Red Wings. Dear God, what Red Wings rant is going to kill me. <laughs> the affiliate of the Detroit Red Wings. Why did I do that? <laughs> this is live. Let's keep it going. Take on the Chicago Wolves. 7 o'clock start there in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We go to the XL Center there in Hartford, Connecticut, as the Springfield Thunderbirds will take on the Grand Rap. Dear God, what is wrong with me on this? The Hartford Wolf Pack. All right. All right. We're going to take it. We're going we're gonna to stop. Take a deep breath. Take a little sip of Perrier here. We're going to collect ourselves. We know. We know it's Thanksgiving. We're trying to work through this. 
and get this up for Friday. It's okay. We can do this. And I know all of you believe in me as well. Seat of your pants broadcasting at its finest. The Hartford Wolfpack are taking on the Springfield Thunderbirds in a big heavyweight matchup. 13-2 to Springfield versus 11-3-1 Hartford. They're at the XL Center. 7 o'clock start there in Hartford, Connecticut. We go to the Battle of Eastern Canada as the Belleville Senators take on Le Rocket de Laval. 7 o'clock start there at Place Bell. We go to Oop State Medical University Arena there in Syracuse as a struggling Lehigh Valley Phantoms take on the Syracuse Crunch. 7 o'clock start between the battle of these two teams that are trying to salvage their season. We go to Rochester, New York as the oldest rivalry in all the lands go at it as the Hershey Bears take on the Rochester Americans or as they're commonly known up there as the Amherst. 7.05 start there at lovely Blue Cross Arena. We go to Rockford at BMO Harris Bank Center in Rockford, Illinois in an ugh, ugly matchup as the Milwaukee Admirals at 4.10-1 take on the Rockford Ice Hogs at 5.6-1. An ugly dumpster fire of a game. 7 o'clock start on Black Friday. We go to Pechanga Arena in San Diego as the San Diego Gulls take on the San Jose Barracuda, the battle of something out in California. Five o'clock start there in SoCal. We go to the Tucson Convention Center Arena as the Abbotsford Canucks will take on the Tucson Roadrunners, both teams at 500-ish as they battle there along I-5. Seven o'clock start there at the Convention Center. We go to the Budweiser Event Center as the Stockton Heat, who are on fire, ha, 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 take on the Colorado Eagles at 6-7-0-2. 7-0-5 start there at Budweiser Event Center in Loveland, Colorado. And lastly, at the Toyota Center, the rulers of the West so far, the Ontario Reign taking on the Bakersfield Condors, 7 o'clock start there at Toyota Arena. Now, my picks for this one are Rochester, don't judge me, I'm taking Providence because I do not trust Bridgeport. And Tucson because why not? Let's keep this going. It is Black Friday. Let's move it along, people. We go to the Mass Mutual Center. And for a 2.05 start, my goodness, there in Springfield at the casino. That's a quick turnaround. 7 o'clock start there at Hartford. And a 2 o'clock start there in Springfield. Lovely stuff. The rematch. 205 start there at the arena beside the casino. We go to New Orleans Arena in Las Vegas for a noon start out there in Vegas. It's a nooner out there in Vegas as the Iowa Wild take on the Henderson Silver Knights. It must be Black Friday weekend if we are getting these early starts. Wow. High noon there at Orleans Arena. We go to Canada Life Centre as the Texas Stars take on the Manitoba Moose and a 2 o'clock start there in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. 2 o'clock start, don't sleep in or don't be late. The Jets must be playing later that night. We go to Coca-Cola Coliseum as we get the rematch as the Cleveland Monsters travel north to take on the Toronto Marlies. 
it must be a Toronto Maple Leafs night because the Marlies are starting at 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock start. They're at Coca-Cola Coliseum. Don't be late. We go to the Budweiser Event Center for another quick turnaround as the Stockton Heat get the rematch against the Colorado Eagles. 305 start there in Loveland, Colorado. We go to Charlotte, where everybody has cold turkey sandwich leftovers. As the Utica Quamets take their 13-1. <gasps> oh my goody goodness, they finally lost a game. Whatever shall we shall we do? Wait, hold on a second. There we go. I had to adjust the headphones. Whatever shall we do, the Utica Comets take on the Charlotte Checkers. Six o'clock start there at Mr. Bojangles Coliseum. This will be an interesting matchup as both teams wear red, black, and white. Very interesting. We go to Mohegan Sun Arena there in Wilkes-Barre, the arena in the shadow of a mountain as Wilkes-Barre will take on the Providence Bruins. 6.05 start there in Wilkes-Barre. Don't be late. I'm sure seating will be a plenty. We go to the CAA there in Belleville as Laval gets the rematch as they travel due west to take on the Belleville Senators. 7 o'clock start there in Belleville. We go to Oop State, New York as the Rochester Americans will travel to take on Syracuse. A nice little rivalry there. 7 o'clock start there in Syracuse. We go to the PPL Center as the Bridgeport ugh, Islanders take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Uh, the Phantoms' first home game in quite some time. 7.05 start there at the Electrodrome. We go to the Allstate Arena, CM Punk's sort of hometown, as the Rockford Ice Hogs will return the favor to take on the Chicago Wolves. 7 o'clock start there at Rosemont, Illinois. We go to Toyota Arena in Ontario as the San Jose Barracuda will travel to take on the Ontario Reign. Hold on. Hold on. There we go. Six o'clock start out there in Ontario. We go back to the Tucson Convention Center as the Abbotsford Canucks will take on the Tucson Roadrunners in their rematch. Seven o'clock start there at Tucson Convention Arena. And lastly, thank God, <laughs> Mechanics Bank Arena as the San Diego Gulls travel due north to take on the Bakersfield Condors. 7 o'clock start there at Bank... At wherever Bakersfield plays. Sorry, this was a lot of games to get through. All right, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Breaking... Hold on. Oh, <laughs> silly me. I changed the day by mistake. It showed Charlotte at 3 o'clock. I'm like, wait a minute. Did Charlotte change their game and we not know it? Okay, my picks, I'm just going to rush through these, are Springfield, 205 games and early games have not let me down yet. Uh, Bakersfield and Bridgeport as my mandatory pick. I took Bridgeport because it's Lehigh. And who would I rather trust between these two teams? Yep. I'll take Bridgeport over those no good, dirty, rotten, filthy. Anywho... We go to Sunday and the rematch there at Mr. Bojangles Coliseum as the Utica Comets will wrap up a week weekend set against the Charlotte Checkers. Three o'clock start there in Charlotte. We go back to Canadian life Santre as the Texas Stars get the rematch against the Manitoba Moose. Two o'clock start 
there in Manitoba. We go to the Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois, as the Grand Rapids Griffins will travel down to take on the Chicago Wolves. 3 o'clock start there at Allstate Arena. We go back to New Orleans Arena and a 1 o'clock start as the Iowa Wild will take on the Henderson Silver Knights. There should be a lovely uniform matchup between these two. 1 o'clock start there in Vegas. We go to Giant Center as the rivalry gets going once again as the Bears will start a six-game stint where they do not leave the state of Pennsylvania at all. The Lehigh Valley Phantoms travel to take on the Hershey Bears for the first time in over a month and a half. 5 o'clock start at Giant Center. The Battle of 78 continues. And lastly, we go to BML Harris Bank Center as the Milwaukee Admirals will take on the Rockford Ice Hogs. 4 o'clock start out there in Rockford. My picks are as follows. I am taking Hershey. I will not take the Phantoms at all. Uh, Utica to to win the rubber match. And Manitoba because the 2 o'clock starts have been good for me so far. So that was your Friday face-off and everything here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Thank you to all of you for tuning in. And as nearly every one of these episodes since we've started has hit 100-plus downloads. Thank you to everyone. Thank you to Sage Alvarez and Zeke Spoon for their group to help me get this going as well. And most importantly, Bears fans, to all of you for listening. We're getting through this holiday weekend a little bit more normalcy, and very soon we'll have Christmas holiday tournaments here before you know it. But everyone, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your hockey. We'll be back on Tuesday and back to the grind. So everyone, have a great weekend. Stay safe. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.